0: I'm really excited and grateful because uh, when I noticed that I was like, you know what, God, go ahead. Do, do what you got to do up in your scriptures. huh?" Because often uh, the answers to the prayers that we're praying have already been written. I have to ask myself these questions. Why do I think that spending time on Netflix is more important than spending time with God? I have to ask myself these questions. And in this text, in this season, we got to ask ourselves, okay, God, Am I inviting you into the mix? Welcome to another week of another day, another chance—a podcast that is focused on encouraging you to become more of the person that God has called you to be. Um, I am, <laughs> I am your host, Corinne, um, and uh, my brand, Knows From Corinne, is the home for this podcast. If you don't follow. On Instagram, please be sure to do that at N O T E S F R O M C O R R I N. And let's jump right in. So, today we're going to be talking about dealing with our mistakes, dealing with our mess ups. Um, over the summer, uh, in the middle of this pandemic, I experienced like a really cool moment of understanding what happens when I'm willing to just fess up <laughs> to my mistakes. I was developing a friendship with this person and I've been knowing her for like many years but recently we had just kind of fallen off and it was I was just not doing a good job of following up I was not being a good friend um and so I called her and I remember I was sitting I worked a job that I was sitting at my desk like every single day all day and um it was Remote, so I was at home, and so I would listen to podcasts and stuff like that as I would do my work, and so uh, I would be listening to all these different like Christian podcasts, um, podcasts by women that I believed, um, and that I like you know kind of trusted their counsel and guidance, and so I really felt like I was being fed quite a bit, and I remember just feeling like I need to, I need to go and tell this person like I'm sorry. I messed up I have not done a good job and so I remember calling her and like being nervous to do it but being like i need to do it and calling her and just being like hey I just wanted to tell you straight up like I'm sorry I messed up um i did i have not been doing a good job of being a friend I haven't been answering your calls following up x y and z uh you know please forgive me came right out. <laughs> And said it. I was like, I'm sorry. Um, And there was a lot that I learned, I think, from that moment that I've held on from that point forward. I think that's a good example um, for today and talking about our mistakes about like what happens when you mess up, when you sin, when you make a mistake, and then you find yourself in the position of like, okay, where do I go from there? Um, Because the reality is that we will all make mistakes, like, that's never going to change. Um, getting saved is not going to change. It's not going to make you perfect. Um, It's just going to save you from a bad eternal ending, really, um, and grant you an opportunity to be in relationship with God so you can make better decisions. I wanted to give you guys a couple of different nuggets to carry with you um, as we deal with processing our mistakes. Because I think when we don't keep it rooted in the word, uh, really what can happen in any situation when we're not rooted in God's word is that then the devil can infiltrate and lies and things like that can get in our way and it can interrupt our ability to keep our minds grounded and our hearts in a place that is peaceful and um, focused on what God will have us to be focused on. So understanding how uncomfortable it can be Uh, to deal with our mistakes, to confess our sins um, and to request forgiveness, be it, you know, between you and God or between you and someone else. Um, I want to talk about why this is important. Like, what do you gain from that? And so the first thing I can say that I definitely learned and realized about my experience with my friend and going to her and kind of confessing and being like, I done messed up and sharing that with the Lord as well, um, is that there is a restoration. That happens. Um, so when we sin, like our sin separates us from God, um, we we become disconnected. And it is our confession, it is our going to Him and being like, God, you know, I have messed up. Uh, please forgive me for my sins and help me to do better. You know, I want to repent, change my mind about making these bad decisions, and I want to do something different. Um, there is a re um, a type of reconnection that occurs when you choose to confess. Um, And so for me, when I went to her and I was like, sis, I am sorry, (laughs) like I have done you wrong, a restoration immediately happened. Um, And I want to break that down because I don't think it's just a restoration between you and the person. I don't think that it is just that, but I think it's also a reckoning within yourself to be able to say, you know what, I acknowledge that I have made a mistake. I acknowledge that I have done wrong. And so that calls humility out of you, right? To be willing to be like, you know what? I done messed up and I need to fix that. (laughs) I need to do right by them. Um, And there's also a sense of like love and respect to go to the person and be like, yo, dog, I'm sorry. You know, I want to fix this. Um, So when we choose to confess our sins and request forgiveness, what's happening is um, we are experiencing a restoration um and a reconnection with God, removing um, the things that separate us from him and from, you know, whatever person that we have wronged. So the first thing is, like I said, restoration. The second thing is an opportunity to see a depth of love, which I mentioned briefly, um, but I want to go deeper into it. You get to see a depth of love because every time we go to God, every time we go to God, we confess our sins and we ask for forgiveness. The Bible says that the Lord is faithful and just to forgive us. That is it. And what a beautiful expression of God's love that he is consistent and committed to forgiving us. When we understand, I mean, let's look in the mirror, right? If somebody were to come to us. And be like, yo, I did you wrong, X, Y, and Z. Sometimes y'all know it is hard to be like, okay, and swallow um, the 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 desire to function in pride and choose not to forgive, but instead act in humility and in love that honors God, and to say, you know what, I, you know, I appreciate your apology, and I forgive you. And God does that for us faithfully, right? So we see a depth of love from God. But to the person that you are confessing your sins to and you're asking for forgiveness, you um, will hopefully also see an expression of love from them, that they would forgive you, that they would you know reconnect with you, um, that there would be a restoration there. And sometimes, um, in different situations, I, I do personally believe that um, maybe reconnecting with the person that has done you wrong due to what they have done, um, the nature of your connection may change. Uh, But the commitment to forgive, I believe, um, should remain the same because that's what God calls us to do. Doesn't mean that it's not hard, but that's what God has called us to do. Um, Within the love series, we talked about this, about the forgiveness of God. Um, We talked about just how we as people can struggle to forgive. I talked about that within myself and how that, you know, I don't think that that changes um, depending on like the gravity of situations. I believe that that is a hard thing to do. I really do. Um, But I think the spirit uh, equips us to do that. Uh, The third thing that comes when we choose to acknowledge our mistakes, go to God and be like, Lord, I didn't mess up. Please forgive me. Is you experience freedom. Um, Think about, you know, the different things that could potentially have you bound if you were to choose not to release them. and in reference to mistakes, confess them to the people whom you've done wrong and ask for forgiveness. With God confessing that we've done wrong and asking for forgiveness, maybe even with ourselves, right? That if we were to not do that, the bondage that we could feel, feeling caged up and um, tied together as a result of the mistakes that we've made, the shame that could hold us tight, and how in going to confess and releasing it and saying, God, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to do better by you. Um, going to the person, I want to release this. I want to do better by you. I want to treat you in a way that honors God and in a way that I would want to be treated. I want to do better. There's a freedom there. Uh, and the Bible says whom the son sets free is free indeed. I firmly believe and I have experienced that when I, when I went to my friend and I was like, girl, I messed up that I felt a freedom on the other side. And the thing is that now, you know, many months down the line, almost a year later, our friendship has blossomed in so many beautiful ways. But had I not gone to her and been like, I messed up and I'm sorry that I haven't been a good friend to you. I don't know that we would be here today. And so I wanna remind you that um, not only is your choice to confess and ask for forgiveness, something that we ought to do, something that the Bible tells us we need to do, But there's also so many benefits that come from it. Restoration with God, an opportunity to see an expression of love and freedom that comes from it. Um, I also want to read you all a couple of scriptures to carry with you through the week on this topic. The first one is um, from Psalm chapter 32, verses 1 through 5. And it reads like this. Oh, what joy for those whose disobedience is forgiven, whose uh, sin is put out of sight. Yes, what joy for those whose record the Lord has cleared of guilt whose lives are lived in complete honesty. When I refused to confess my sin, my body wasted away and I groaned all day long. Day and night, your hand of discipline was heavy on me. My strength evaporated like water in the summer heat. Finally, I confessed all my sins to you and stopped trying to hide my guilt. I said to myself, I will confess my rebellion to the Lord and you forgave me. All my guilt is gone. Um, This scripture is really beautiful because what it shows us first in verse one is that there is joy um, available and present that comes to us when we choose to confess our sins and receive the forgiveness that God has already waiting on a plate to send to our table. There's joy there. In verse two, he says it again, yes, what joy for those whose record the Lord has cleared of guilt, whose lives are lived in complete honesty. And here's, here's the thing, similar to what I was saying to you before about a restoration that happens uh, when we choose to confess our sins, how it calls humility out of us to look inward <laughs> instead of always looking outward, but to really look inward and be like, what have I done? What did I do? to contribute um, or to create an issue that is happening in my life right now. There is a joy that comes when we choose to live in that complete honesty. There's a joy and there's a freedom. There's a release because you know, all right, I, I have fully assessed, <laughs> right? I know what's going on here. I know what I have done and I know how I can do better so I can be better. Um, Psalm 32 here in this scripture is also very Good, because it shows what happens to us when we choose to hold on to our sin, to not confess, to not share with people, to not get in godly community and talk about the challenges that we're enduring and the mistakes that we've made. I share with you that the third point um, as to why confession and asking for forgiveness is so beautiful and so important in our walk is because freedom comes. Verse three is showing us, man, David says, my body wasted away." And I groaned all night, all day long when I chose not to confess my sin. There's pain that we can experience when we choose not to let it go, to release, to be honest, and to keep it real. Um, and, and David even goes on to say, he said, my strength evaporated like water in the summer heat. He got weak. But verse five, this is this is the joy. And this is, man, the beautiful thing just about your relationship with God in general, your pain is not your end. The whole story of the gospel of Jesus Christ, that he came, come on from heaven to earth, how many of y'all know the song? To show the way from the earth to the cross, my daddy paid. If you don't know that song, look it up. Um, from the cross to the grave, but from the grave to the sky, right? That the story didn't end at the grave, Jesus is alive and is preparing to come back and get us so that we can experience the beauty of eternal life. Your pain is not your end. And that is the case here when it comes to our sin and our confession of sin. That it doesn't stop at the mistake. It doesn't stop at what we've done wrong. But there's an opportunity for forgiveness, for freedom, for release, for restoration with God. Um, And so verse 5 David shows us that finally, I confessed all my sins to you and stopped trying to hide my guilt. I said to myself, I will confess my rebellion to the Lord and you forgave me. All my guilt is gone. The Lord is true to his promise. Um, the other scripture I want to read to you is 1 John chapter 1, verse 7 through 10. It reads like this. But if we are living in the light as God is in the light, then we have fellowship with each other and the blood of Jesus. His son cleanses us from all sin. If we claim we have no sin, we're only fooling ourselves and not living in the truth. But if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. If we claim we have not sinned, we're calling God a liar and showing that his word has no place in our hearts. I'm not going to walk through every single part of this. The key thing that I want to pull out here is humility. Verse 7 says, if we're living in the light as God is in the light, then we have fellowship with each other. In the blood of Jesus, his son. Cleanses us from all sin. The sacrifice that Christ made on the cross. He was making a commitment to forgive us of our sin. He died and paid for it all. Humility (laughs) is what is needed for us to be committed to confessing our sin. And that is hard. It's hard to do, it can be uncomfortable, but we got to do it. And I'm not sitting here saying that I do this perfectly. Not at all. I think it's a learning process, but I do think that it's worth the conversation and it's worth the encouragement to say we have to be willing to be humble enough to say, yo, I messed up. I want to do different and I want to do better. And I want you to know that there's joy and there's beauty in this. Um, in choosing to do this, that while it may be uncomfortable, it may be hard. There's better on the other side. Um, and that if we were to sit back, First John chapter 1. In this scripture, it shows that if we were to sit back and act like I ain't done nothing wrong, never, ever, we're calling God a liar. Verse 10, if we claim we have not sinned, we are calling God a liar and showing that his word has no place in our hearts. It would be as if Jesus died for no reason. Huh? (laughs) Like what? So we got to be humble and we got to be honest. That's what we got to do. All right, so we are in the "Won't He Do It?" segment of the podcast, a segment where we hear from our listeners. I get to hear from you all, and you share with me uh, some beautiful things that God has done in your life, no matter what they are—big, small, medium. LOL. Um, you share them, and we rejoice together because we need some good news. The world is is in pain. It's in pain, um, so we got to be intentional about uh, getting some good news in our system and thanking God faithfully. So, the one you do it submission for today I'm very excited about. Um uh, because I understand it on a personal level and many of you probably do as well. Uh so this person DM me and said that they got a job. And I'm telling y'all, look, we in the middle of a pandemic still. Yes, it's still a pandemic, okay? Um I can understand that I just finished an internship search and it was some work, and I got several denials saying I ain't got nothing for you. sis. So sorry about it, sorry about your luck. Okay, um, like I totally understand. I'm sure you all do too. And so I am so so excited when this came through. I jumped up and I was like, ah, like I was so happy. Um, these uh. Submissions are anonymous, so I'm not going to say who it is, uh, but to the person that submitted, if you are listening, I'm so happy for you and I'm praising God with you and everyone who is listening is rejoicing with you. So if you have something that you want to share, uh, that you want us all to rejoice with you, um, please the it to me on Know Some Korean. Uh, at N-O-T-E-S-F-R-O-M-C-O-R-R-I-N on Instagram, and I will share it on the podcast. Absolutely. Um, so congratulations to you. Uh, my hope was that this episode uh, encouraged you, that it convicted you, it pushed you, that the Holy Spirit is doing his work inside your heart to remember um, to confess your sins and uh, to you know really continue to allow God to do the work in your heart that you probably have been begging him to do. I know for me, um, this is a convicting and encouraging episode that we I got to be consistent in this. Um, so do it in your prayer time uh, every single day. Uh, and I believe that it will it will bless you. I really do. Um, so I hope you have a wonderful week. Uh, share this with someone who you think needs it. If I already said that, it don't matter. I'm going to just say it twice. Share it with someone who you think needs it. Uh, and I'll be seeing y'all. Peace and love.